Lawson Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? What is up, cunts? Welcome back to Sloss and Humphreys on the Road. I'm Dan Sloss, a.k.a. Cream. And I'm Muggins, a.k.a. Clive Humphreys. <laughs> a.k.a. Pickles. Fuck off. <laughs> this is, somebody pointed out on uh, Twitter that me calling you Pickles is this year's version of Are We In The Same Seats? So I got a full run of this on tour. <laughs> fucking horrible. Because to this day, I still get people coming up to me saying, are we in the same seats? And I'm not allowed to punch them because... <laughs> Because they're strangers and fans, and you know what? I love my fans. I, I was going to make, um, asking you every day just before you go on, uh, is, this was Dave Longley's idea, mm. is is uh, this show that you're about to do the same show that you did on Netflix? Yeah. <laughs> because oh. that's annoying you already, and I thought if I asked you that, because if I made it a common thing on Snapchat and you dreaded it and hated mm. it and it happened, that means occasionally a punter would come up and ask you. Yeah, yeah, I, in, I, genuinely, and I'd snap and think they listen to the it, podcast. Yeah, and they won't be, they won't be doing it from the Instagram story. They'll just be asking you yeah. generally, just this fucking Hulk out. That's what the Hulk does. Famously, ah, Bruce Banner stubs his toe. I wonder what the smallest thing Bruce Banner ever hulked out over. Like legitimately, obviously, like occasionally get like punched in the face. Or like there'd be a war, or like Trump uh, says something, he hulked out. But like, is it? Was there ever a time? He couldn't he... go through customs. <laughs> he kind of take a flight. That fucking cunt today at uh, Oslo Airport. Oh, we were so bad it made us happy. It, went... it slowed me down, but it was worth it. It's the first time I've ever audibly criticised someone so that they could hear. I, I laughed at a... his face. I did a running commentary of this fucking cunt. I laughed and pointed. That he brought his full toiletries back. Like full. On carry on. Lit a can of shaving foam. Just. <laughs> it was like his whole luggage was just toiletries. Like just, way over 100 mil. Just fucking sad. I've been like, have you never been on an airplane before? <laughs> you stupid fucking prick. It's like, unbelievable. You had, Those, that, you had that many fluids, I was actually worried that he might be making a bomb. This is like, if anyone works at an airport, can you start doing a. F- like, frequent flyers is a thing that I don't do because I sleep on planes, so who gives a shit, right? And it blows people's mind. They're like, why don't you get freaking fly? I'm like, who cares? Like, I don't need to fly like a rich person. It's not, maybe I will in the future, but then I'll just be rich and I'll buy it anyway. I don't need... You should just be able to flash like a stub of like 10, 15 boarding passes. Every single time you go through an airport, you should get a fucking little stamp on a card and there should be a different part of the airport and they go, right, this is where you go through customs because you're going to do it much faster than all of these fucking morons. People going through with their belts still on, going through with their guns not holstered properly. (laughs) The kids they've kidnapped clearly labeled swag switched off when you're stealing a child you put tape over their mouth otherwise they make a scene it's obvious stop hitting the desk it's not a desk that's a windowsill it's one of my pet they didn't know that fucking snitch (laughs) 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 it's my pet peeve (laughs) Um, yeah so uh, anyway if I ever get a pet I'm going to call it peeve (laughs) (laughs) is it my pet peeve I didn't enjoy that at all what's your other pet peeve people ask me that question (laughs) we're in Stavanger we are Stavanger, Stavanger, Stavanger. Stephen it's in Norway. Yes, it is. We're, we've, we're, we're staying in Norway for a little bit now. We've just done Oslo and we've got Bergen next. And oh my days, it costs a lot of money to eat food. 
Oh, I fucking hell. The food, everything in Norway is very expensive. And that's because they get paid a million pounds an hour. So, like, it just... <laughs> it makes sense, it. yeah. But I, I mean, don't know why Norwegian people still live in Norway. Don't get me wrong. It's an absolutely beautiful country and everything's beautiful. But surely you just save up here for, like, ten years and then move to fucking Poland and just become the king of Poland. Yeah. So we, we were... Yeah, you could do, couldn't you? We were selling the badges at the... Um... Or you could become the king of Bergen. Bergen king. <laughs> Burger King, is that like Burger King? No, that was I'm not enjoying any of your jokes. I'll, today, I'll be honest with you, I'm not on form. I mean, it's because I keep waking up early. I never remember, remember guys, it's a free podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the fact that on all the little fucking uh, business cards you had there after the show, it says free podcast as opposed, to all, <laughs> as opposed to all those other famously paid for podcasts. Oh my god, I think it's because like uh, uh, it's to sell the, the the card was to sell my show and give oh. them a discount code for my show, which is Muggins, by the way, on www.kyonfries forward slash shop uh, discount codes muggins but I want, I just wanted the back of it to be hey if you don't want to buy me shit here's all the free content it's like the, um, when you buy an app and then it's like hey do you want to get rid of the ads <laughs> you're like no no I'll just knock um, it out I know how to go past your fucking ads I'll just listen to your shit jokes for free <laughs> <laughs> we've also uh, we've got a story I wonder, I wonder, was, oh. I, was I doing something there was yeah, I probably was he getting on to something no I don't know oh the Norway how expensive it is oh yeah I was going to mention that um, we've, we've started our first joint bank account as a we couple. <laughs> because what we realised is we're just like we we just split the like one person takes a bill one day and one person takes a bill the and next day. And that has backfired in the past. Like, we just do meals in turn. Oh like if if one of us did Norway. Yeah. Like that like when And we, then the next person did fucking Copenhagen or somebody else well, somewhere Co- else that's reasonably priced. Copenhagen's still the Scandinavian, not quite no. Norway and Sweden. But like if we ended up in like fucking Estonia or like you said before Poland Aye. where everything's just like are you sure? Did you not ring something through? I feel like a criminal ever ego. Yeah, so we've uh, we've got a card and we're just like. Are you wearing ankle socks? Did you just make that up for the podcast? I'll take a fucking picture of these. <laughs> you absolutely. You are wearing ankle. Don't hide them. Where are you well, going to hide your feet? I haven't moved. Your toenails are still painted as well. That's not what I mean. It's <laughs> Because we did, we yeah, we spoke about it last because we painted our fucking toenails. Yeah, I don't know how you, to get it off. Nail polish remover. Ah, uh, I thought you just had to scrape it off with your teeth. I've got nowhere. Because <laughs> you got your teeth. Just come in the morning. So, <laughs> You're just making all kinds of things <laughs> up. Just... <laughs> I'm in trainer socks and I've got no teeth. <laughs> what am I, your nan? <laughs> oh... Also, I have enjoyed, because I think we've obviously had an influx of uh, new listeners thanks to uh, Netflix specials streaming worldwide, available in all good toy stores. Uh, a lot of people have come on and just been like, this podcast is shit. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> Did people say that? Well, not shit, but there's just like, there's no point to this. I'm like, absolutely. That's... Yeah. I don't think you expect. I don't know why you expect. Did anything? It's McDonald's for the brain, isn't it? Aye. Just, yeah. Just filling and bad for kids. <laughs> Get a free toy. <laughs> oh, no, false promises. Yeah. But we also have a story from uh, Slovenia, which we can't tell until we're no longer in Europe. And by that, I mean after Brexit. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think we should just tell it and deal with the repercussions? Um, I mean, we've cocked he's at Marlena's going to shout at us. Our agent's going to shout at us. Yeah, she told us to like. Not I would anyone. leave just because we'll forget about it. I mean, we won't. It was a traumatic story. Uh, but yeah, once we get back in the UK, remind us to tell the Slovenia story because oh boy, 
We almost, well, look, let's not get into it, but somebody did a crime. <laughs> you can't do this to them. I can. It's free, it's free but I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> right, fine. fine. I tell, it's my fucking podcast. I'll tell you what, I'll do a fucking magic trick in the podcast and they go fuck themselves. I committed a huge crime in his basically. <laughs> it wasn't a huge <laughs> crime. I mean... It was, a, it was a mixture of a crime mixed with a public service. Yeah, this is true. You know. It was a, a justified crime. Yeah, it Could was. Be such a thing. Absolutely, there's justifiable crimes. Murder, I reckon I could justify most murders, which is why I'm not a lawyer, because fuck me, they'd all be on the streets. <laughs> like, he was a dick. He was a dick. Just down in the, in the dock. Mm. I don't know why you're at the dock, you might yeah, be if I, was, if I was a... <laughs> yeah, the joke's a terrible day. If I, was, uh, if I was a lawyer, there'd be loads more murderers on the streets and a lot more freaks in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not enjoying these. <laughs> Why are you here? Are you having a great time? Are you also complaining about how crap this podcast is? (laughs) You've just created a bunch of other accounts to troll me on Instagram. Oh, this is something else. uh, Right, I promise we'll get back to that story on a later podcast once the smoke settles. (laughs) Once my name's clear. You also can't say smoke settles because it does sound like we set something on fire. At the minute, I'm pretty much like on Grand Theft Auto and there's like loads of stars flashing in the top (laughs) corner. like I've just got to go and get my car resprayed. <laughs> just, just hide somewhere, wait for them to go by. Or you can do the cheat up, down, up, down, left, right, B. Oh shit! Aye, that oh, wasn't yeah. actually, but it was something along the same lines. Oh, I thought I think. Aye. Um, what was the other thing you were going to say? That um, you've you've kind of come to this conclusion that you might have had like a mild depression. Up until I mean, let's up until let's not trivialise depression. <laughs> oh, fuck it, let's because you're like you're bouncing out of bed for breakfast. Like I, you wake up and every every day's a new day. You're chatting to us in on public transport sometimes, like making conversation. <laughs> it's amazing. I've become a much more pleasant person. You've just like you've just become a little bit more like me. Oh just, no. <laughs> just, you're contagious just like normal mm. and not just a fucking grumpy girls well because I'm not a mo- I'm, I'm not a morning person I did all my morning when my sister died <laughs> <laughs> oh now we're talking there's the cream I know and love <laughs> um, I've never been a morning person I'm a massive but that's the thing I think what it is often the time is I oversleep right but now you wake up and you're just like wait a minute I'm famous. <laughs> Do you know what, I'm a real boy now. You mentioned something that was like really possible. You were like, "Do you reckon it's because before when I woke up in the morning and nothing to do, whereas now I've just got a little fucking phone filled with compliments, and I'm like, oh, here we go.' Yeah. Like, every day, if I want to be cheered up at any point, all I have to do is fucking slide into my own DMs, right? And there's just loads of people saying nice things to me. Yeah, because the feedback's been real. Because yeah, you have been positively buoyant. I think that's all it is. You'll plateau out soon and be a grumpy cunt again. But oh, just, probably. I think because I think happiness can sometimes come from just like a gradual improvement of circumstances, and you've had like you've had like this massive like high injection of fucking oh, yeah. of, of endorphins and adrenaline and everything that comes with a fucking shit kicking off. And um, once you get used to that, you'll probably fucking back to the same. Why? But the thing is, like, I've always said that I'm, I'm really enjoying this. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, <laughs> a, good. I'm a miserable cunt on the outside, but I'm always, I am always happy on the inside. Like you and I have yeah. always said that we're very fortunate enough to not, you know, suffer from anxiety or depression or anything yeah. uh, like that. So you know, I'm generally happy. I just enjoy being miserable. I think it's fucking. Yeah. But it, it fucking at, fuels me at the minute. You're buoyant because, like, I was, I was saying to you because you, you've like 
always said, oh, I, I don't have any mental health mm. problems. I'm pretty lucky with that. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, I mean, I do. Like, I've always said, like, I've definitely got some mental health problems, right? But what they are is a God complex, narcissism and egocentrism. And even if they had meds for those, I wouldn't take them. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. This so, is great. People me, take cocaine to feel this. <laughs> so you're telling me is my mental illness is I wake up every morning and I go, oh, I'm suddenly not an atheist because I believe in myself. But uh, you you would definitely not handle tough like if if you had a oh if, if I had you, any adversity if you had to work at a factory in a job you didn't enjoy like that would fucking cripple you you wouldn't oh. have the mental resilience to not let that affect no. you also if it, like so that, I was resilient as fuck I complain I complain about a lot of stuff as a, as a white man imagine if I was a black lesbian oh my god we would not be doing this podcast we'd be kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Convert me back. <laughs> I just, I just walk in with me, with me knees together, and me cock between my legs, going, like what, like what you see. We're doing a little duck walk towards you. <laughs> That's how your day would go. Why do you say that would depress you? I reckon so. <laughs> if you just did a little fucking penguin walk up with your fake snatch towards me. <laughs> Here's a question for lesbians listening to the podcast. Would that? I mean. Maybe it's not a question, maybe I don't want to ask that question, maybe it's just a stupid one. You were going to ask if the fake tuck between the legs, fake snatch, was appealing. Right, ask yourself this as a straight heterosexual man, is a cock tucked between legs appealing? Because the answer's going to be the same, (laughs) you fucking idiot. (laughs) You know what, now that you mention it, (laughs) Because if it was, we wouldn't be doing this podcast, we'd be kissing. Fine. That is why this podcast is important because one, it just reminds people, people who've listened to my two very tight Netflix specials suddenly realise it and been like, oh my God, he's really, really smart. Nah, nah, right. I'm a fucking moron. It's a bit of a uh, gear shift, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you something. This is a riddle. Right. Right, this is a riddle. Riddle you this. Uh, Cat and Natalie ran past us, right? Right. And the riddle is... Cat uh, and Natalie, Natalie being your wife and Cat being, being my other wife. Cat. <laughs> yeah. You are married. Yeah, yeah. her yeah, cat yeah. peeps. Peeves. Peeves. <laughs> oh, you liked that the second time, didn't you? You hated it ten minutes ago. I'm just looking forward to the third section of that joke. Hope it's a good one. It's like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Well, it's more like the Hobbit trilogy. It should have only been one. Right. Which, which riddle? There's a car crash. Right. Is there? <laughs> yeah. You've handled it very well. Take this as seriously as you really like. Right. Uh, there's been a car crash. Right, is a father and son. The father's driving. Yeah. The son's in the passenger seat. Uh, the dad dies on the impact in the car crash. The son is is still breathing. His circulation's still going. All he right. gets put in the ambulance. He's stable. He's getting rushed into hospital. And then the doctor comes to Sam and said, "I can't operate on him. He's my son. How?" This is mum. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're a proper feminist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Took me fucking ages to get that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there. I got, I got there, but like I pondered it and I went, "Oh yeah, it's his mum." Oh. Right, but Cat uh, didn't get it at all. Like when when I got run past there, she was like, "Must be stepdad and all that." Because like everybody, especially from the people born in the eighties, like yeah. me, Cat, and Natalie, like that's your preconception. Women are nurses, uh, no. men are doctors. No, I wouldn't it? trust a, I wouldn't trust a male surgeon. What if he just fucks me wound? Huh? What if he just fucks my wound? What if he like does a little slit in my chest? Yeah, you know what that looks like. Starts like. You know what that looks like. Start tucking his dick between his legs. <laughs> Slips a finger in. Aye, a couple of digits. <laughs> <laughs> Men are too emotional to be surgeons, I reckon. <laughs> 
wouldn't trust it. Imagine Nick Cody operating on you. <laughs> what fucking Shaky Stevens over there? I wouldn't even trust him to play the game Operation itself. <laughs> just woke up, just fucking covered in scars, like <laughs> just trying to get a spell out. Come like Victor Zaz from Batman. Oh, Little spell. shout out to the nerds there. That was a good reference, wasn't it, nerds? Like Victor Zaz, like Victor Zaz. Tweet me if you got that joke. Um, Nick Cody's had a baby. He has. Happy birthday, Nick Cody's baby from last yeah. week. Uh, and they did not take. Uh, they did not take any of my name suggestions seriously. No. Right? Pin Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Morse Cody. Connor McBaby. <laughs> uh, I tell you one thing though. When Nick Cody holds his baby's rattle, and the baby's just like, "Oh, Dad, how do you do it?" <laughs> For those that uh, don't know, Nick Cody has a fuck it, has a, some sort of copper division that makes his handshakes. He says that I reckon he's just scared all the time. Uh, he hides under the fucking table whenever there's fireworks. Yep, not even going off. That's because I drag him there. Uh, that's why. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why me and Kai can't kiss in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they have had a baby there was one thing and they listened to this podcast and uh, so I'm just going to call them out on this there was one um, <laughs> one post there his lovely wife and their gorgeous baby there was a beautiful picture of her you know staring into its eyes and she was like I could do the staring competition all day and I didn't have the heart to tell her that babies can't see for the first two months <laughs> I can't no, no they can only see like outlines out like shadows oh shit because I just popped a pair of contact lenses in it <laughs> 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 well, no, sure. that might not be true but no, I'm, pr- I'm 90% certain that for um, yeah, the first couple of weeks babies and they've not fully developed that's why you've got to they're more um, you've done a shaking motion that's why you've got to eat oh, you've got to shake them huh? <laughs> shake them get their eyes working because oh, yeah, their heads are just like little magic eight balls so you've got to shake them until the pupils come in <laughs> and that's you can for the first couple of months you can change the colour of their eyes you can just shake them until uh, you get the one you want just like undo on an iPhone oh, yeah, or just random you just fucking hit randomise on um, Skyrim so. Do you reckon if you could design your baby, would you? Or would you just fucking... Like, I'm just going to rely on Natalie's genetics being better than mine and just like kind of... Oh, well, much like Nick Cody and Lucia did. Why is it... No, no, don't worry. It's, it's, I was about to say it's a hot baby. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like I mean, I think you just did. <laughs> I, think, I think you just so said it's it. It's a very, very cute baby. So in this one, obviously, Lucia's DNA has taken over, which is good. Hopefully that lasts. But then again, you know... If you could design your baby, because that's the debate that's coming in. Like people obviously get to a point where you know if it, they can find out if it's got Down syndrome, and then they can choose to not do it. Then, but then people go, no, you can pick the color of its eyes, or you know whether it's darker. I mean, you can. You've always been able to pick the race of your baby. Just have sex with someone of that color. Yeah, I mean, you can partially pick it. Aye, oh yeah, that's true. Aye, <laughs> can... tone it down or yeah. up. Um, so I think if I could design the baby, I would make sure I didn't like. Could, what do you mean you can design it? So, like, because like, I've got shit eyes and Natalie's got shit eyes. Like, hers are good to look at, but not out of. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a bonus for me. Right, do you reckon, right? So, like, what they could do, right? They've come up with this fucking science technology where you it's got all your details. If you could pick which part, so you obviously can't give them better anything, but it's like you can pick, right? I want it to have Natalie's eyes, Natalie's tits, my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't know, I'd be happy with the fucking, um, I'd be happy with the gamble. I mean, it would be until I came out shite. But then again, as a parent, like, some kids, uh, some parents have fucking rancid kids. And that's when, like, you know, the chemicals that make you love your babies is real impressive. Like, they hand you it and you're like, 
fucking not even tempted to molest us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think I would. I just like I'd, the roll of the dice. Otherwise, you, I, I just you, think, you question your decision making. Like you know, I, if your kid was being fucking shitty, you'll be like, oh man, I've made it too. I'd question your fucking morals. Like you can't just like. Like, you, you, like, is it called eugenics? Is that what yeah, eugenics is? Well, I think eugenics is a bit more Hitlery. Well, it's it's getting a bit that way, isn't it? Because you kind of start like uh, like building a race of fucking like strong, all... strong athletes, intelligent. Like oh, I, right. I know he was fucking like he he was thinking that a certain color of people or a certain like color of hair was yeah. the the race. But eventually, you'd end up with people that were like fucking like. I reckon we're all going to end up beige one day. Beige, aye. like a homogenous colour. Aye, all we're doing is... I'm, do- ta- I'm taking steps. Aye, you, I mean, I'm you're taking steps it. towards it. Aye, I reckon we're just going to slowly just become like a... We're all going to be like, I don't know, coffee or tea coloured eventually. Mm. But I reckon the white DNA is going to take over and we're not going to be able to dance anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know I learned how to dance in Ibiza? No, you didn't. But that meant you took ecstasy. No, no. Oh, yeah, hi, that happened. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that happened. It was amazing as well. Donald <laughs> Trump pills. I've stopped promoting both. <laughs> That's not the would be thing. Yeah, some of them Donald Trump eggies, the yeah. fucking devil. What do you mean you learned how to dance in a before? So, um, Soraya uh, come up with Soraya being Andrew Maxwell, Meg, uh, Meg's wife. Uh, she, uh, who's been, I mentioned that because Maxwell's been on this podcast uh, to any of the new listeners. And um, Soraya just goes, Kai, you, dan- you don't dance to the beat of the music. You don't, like, you're just dancing over it. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you're not even listening to the beat. Like you're just doing moves that you would just do whatever song was on, and right. I was like, "Is that not what you do?" Doing the YMCA. It's just like, no, I like think of put the beach. She's like, grab my wrist, started thinking at the beach. She's like, you see that movement there? Right. And she just like grabbed my hand and put my hand, and it was like, it was, like after a little while of her like moving my arm, she was like, right now on your own, and it was like take, like pushing the kid on the bike when he had to train his wheels off, and I'm like, oh, I'm dancing with a beat, <laughs> and Barry was laughing, going, it's one of the most primal things you can learn. Babies do it, like so, Soraya's baby Mahalia was. It, you just took a photo of my socks. I did. I had to prove that you were wearing ankle socks. You played tennis here. What's wrong with them? I just... I've just been to the gym. No, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you have. I've been with you all day. You've never left my eyesight. Uh, I suppose my Snapchat story is going to contradict that. But Anyway, why am I fucking defending this? What the fuck's wrong with that? I just... I've been wearing trainers with trainer socks. I'm travelling. Each, each to their own. You think I'm on the pull? I wear a fucking bum bag. <laughs> you do wear a bum bag. That's appalling. It's just been married. Aye. Practical stuff. Just... Just like you don't need anyone to want to fuck you anymore, so you've just <laughs> flushed I mean, it off. I don't know why. Why I was like uh, worried about the last six years that I've been with Natalie. Like, oh, if I wear this bum bag, I might not get laid <laughs> off my girlfriend. <laughs> but I've got my claws in now. Right. I'm gonna start wearing a bum bag. But um, yes, what I was saying: trainer socks, bum bags. Before that, dancing. Ah, uh, yeah. So I think I, I think do, I can do Scottish country dancing. I can I, do, you know, Kate Gordon's and fucking. Dash and White Sergeant. We all learned those in school. You were dancing in a booth there. You didn't get to see that very often. Yeah, I was. That's, that's uh, how good the Trump pills were. It was um, fucking weird. Because you didn't get Scottish country dancing down in England, did you? Obviously not. You know, the first ever Scottish wedding I went to was one of Natalie's friends. And at the end, when the Cayley dancing started kicking off, what is it? The, the, Cayley, I. Now, what's the song that comes on that triggers everybody to start doing it? It's, I don't think, is it the Gay Gordons or is it one of the other ones? The Body Banks of Loch Lomond or something. Something like that. Probably. Something along them lines, right? And uh, 
so that song came on and everybody like grabbed hands and started like dancing running circles and doing some kind of fucking hokey cokey nonsense mm. right and I just got swept up in it mm. because that's great because you like if there's critical mass if there's enough people that knows what's going on mm. the people that don't know what's going on get led by it right and I genuinely thought that that just happened organically and nobody knew it was going to happen or nobody heard the cue for the music. I just thought we were all listening to the music and then just out the blue, just started doing some like dry land synchronised swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and then just that fucking went off and I just come around, just went and I was like, that was fucking bonkers. Everyone just started doing the same dance at once. She's like, oh yeah, it's the thing. I was like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Ah. We all learned it all the way through primary school and uh, high school and it's a real... Fucking, uh, it's a real social education when you, because you go in, right? And it's the boys and girls stand on the opposite side of the room and they're like, go pick a partner. And you're anywhere between the ages of six and like 16, right? So you're scared of the opposite sex, right? You've got a little bit of like. So- <laughs> Especially if you're six. Yeah. <laughs> but they've just. So, you're getting paired up with a 16 year old. When you're a teenager in Scotland, what happens is you've got to go have that choice of being like, oh, I can't be, I can't be too eager, right? Because then everyone will know who I fancy. Like you can't just fucking run across and just be like, Laura, will you dance with me? Because everyone's like, well, Sloss fancies fucking Laura. Right? But you can't be too slow. Sounds like fucking... you never got over her. You haven't. <laughs> Laura Young, miss you to this day. Uh, and then, uh... Uh, by the way, Steve will fucking go in. But when you're a kid and you've not learned empathy, or at least I hadn't, I remember very vividly, there was one girl that very clearly fancied me and she had a fucking lot of courage for a sexual she's, she was trying to get she was, I got properly told off because she tried to dance with it I just kept running away just really? sprinting around the hall because I didn't want to dance with it that was a horrible weekend she was that's, like that's <laughs> awful I was real bad I just fucking sprinting in the opposite direction like a fucking yeah. game of shitty Pac-Man you're not Laura <laughs> <laughs> spit on her face then she liked that <laughs> I start her off down a slippery slope <laughs> Laura Young's not that young anymore. Yeah. She got married. <laughs> she might have been. Devastated. I'm in the silence, but I lost love. <laughs> Just pour it, <laughs> pouring one out. But that, <laughs> having a wank. The one that got away. Did you ever, do you remember your first love? Oh my God. You know about this, don't you? The fucking lassie where I um, sent in a... <laughs> oh, I tell it again though. Sent in a letter to the big breakfast. <laughs> How old were you? Fifteen. <laughs> right. So there's a television show in, in the UK called Big Breakfast. Who, who were the hosts? It was uh, Johnny Vaughan and D- Denise Van Outen. It was before Kelly Brook took over Denise Van Outen's right. role, right? But Denise Van Outen was on Alders. Yeah, she was in Tenerife. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they they uh, had a, a guest. Oh. A guest um, co-host, which was Jenny McCarthy, the Playboy model. Who, <laughs> by the way, I've spent a few bolts on her, mate. <laughs> the fifteen-year-old Jenny McCarthy. You know that story, don't you? When I was looking her up on the school internet, and my friend Sean pressed Control and P on my computer, and it, print, it printed out next to the teacher, like fucking. Zzz, zzz. We're talking like nineteen ninety fucking seven or something, right. nineteen ninety-eight. Fucking shit. And the fucking picture of Jenny McCarthy just materialised next to next to Mrs. Firth. <laughs> Oh no, it wasn't because it was the it was the Mrs. Firth who showed us it, so the teacher didn't bring mm. us the copy, right? Mm. I don't know, I've fucking I've probably told this story another time before and told it slightly different, right. but you know, I'm trying to remember something from fucking nineteen ninety seven. But it ended up in Mrs. Firth's hands and she showed us the picture of Jenny McCarthy going, What do you call this? And I just went, Oh miss, that's class 
acted like I knew nothing about it. <laughs> she was just showing us porn in the middle of form class. <laughs> so I was already fucking in love right. with Jenny McCarthy, right? But um, so you said, uh, so who was the girl they had a crush on? So they were doing basically what we do. We, they were doing what we what we do now as a feature in this podcast and right. send a letter in and we'll, right. we'll read it out. And uh, it was when the fucking emails first come into the school when the internet first came into the school. That's how old I am. And um, I went and sent an email to the big breakfast, just saying, uh, I really fancy this girl, Jill Reeve. She's two years younger than me. I was in year eleven, and she was in year nine. Nonsense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was just starting to get netball titties. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> and, uh, and I was good friends with her, the older sister who was the year above me Aye. because we went to air cadets together. <laughs> well, probably cool. Aye, clearly. And um, I was just mentioning, like, uh, I want to ask her out, but like, I'm friends with her sister, and I'm like, oh, fucking me, I was, I was a kid. <laughs> it's not like I wrote this, this is how I got into Natalie. Um, so. <laughs> And they read, they read it out on the big breakfast. And, uh, and what, Vinnie, was that, what was that? Vinnie Jones was a guest. <laughs> Vinnie Jones was a guest on it. And uh, it, it was funny because Jenny McCarthy was telling us to get some balls, man. Just uh, get some balls and ask her out, right? Uh, Which she would, fucking Johnny Vaughan would have had someone who's the happiest guy. You can't say balls on fucking breakfast television. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, you will book a porn star. <laughs> That's a you problem. <laughs> Which, um... I don't think she was a porn star. She no, just she done like she soft, soft stuff. She's got a fan out now. The usual. And, um, and uh, Billy Jones just tell us a sucker. <laughs> just fucking like, like, yeah, I just bit her off me. <laughs> so did everyone in school see this? Oh man, it was, it was humiliating. <laughs> I fucking stared at it like. No, you didn't. I, I walked in. No, you didn't. I walked in, fucking struck around the place, going, lad. <laughs> Team Smoke. Team Smoke. I didn't ask for fucking. Fucking date. Vinnie said she's in the bin, mate. <laughs> she's in the bin, Sackner. See, I, had, I, I remember being. I think my first crush was a girl called Rhiannon. who's about seven years old. And she was seven, fucking pedo. Um, and. Um, I didn't know how to tell her I liked her, so I was watching uh, Art Attack, and they were teaching you how to make fucking uh, little hedgehog pencil holders. So you just get a bit of clay, and you make it look like hedgehog, and you stick a bunch of p- pencils in it, right? And those so are the, the spikes. Uh, those are the girls. And, uh, and you made out one of them? Made it one of them. Gave it to her the next day, and she laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I knew I wanted to be a comedian. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I was always a wee fucking romantic. I remember none of the girls fancied me. All the girls. Where are they now, though? Huh? Apart from that one that chased you around the the hall on uh, the discotheque. Sorry, Leah, you were very lovely. Mm. I remember it vividly. Yeah. PTSD. I remember as well there was a girl, because that was... <laughs> Post-traumatic Scottish <laughs> dancing. <laughs> uh, I didn't make your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free podcast. Not for me. No, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember before uh, I had a major crush on... Um, Jill Reevely, there was a girl in me uh, middle school called Kirsty Blight, who I really liked, who was out of my league. Aye. And um much had two when, when I when I Yeah, I was just thinking of the spelling of her name, she's got one eye. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsty with a Y. <laughs> um, and I've got one eye. <laughs> I've got one Y, it was her. It was gonna be my joke. <laughs> 
Um, so I, this is what I would do, right? When uh, everyone was playing football, I would go and play with her and I mate and skip. <laughs> Two people on the rope. I uh, double dutch and all that shit. <laughs> and, uh, I'd get a knock around with them and I'd do daft things and all that, and, like clowning around. Oh, like the... pretend to run into a tree and all that. What am I like? <laughs> Classic. Yeah, it, it, just like making them laugh. Oh, did it just, work? I mean, it made them laugh. Like, who's this dickhead? <laughs> 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 and then um, so I got into skipping, and that's how I ended up good at MMA. <laughs> good footwork. I've never. I... Sorry for it. Do you remember your uh, first kiss? Oh, mate, I'm a twat of it. <laughs> How did you, did you take a run up? <laughs> mate, it was like, well, we'll play dares, right? It was uh, 21. <laughs> 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 yeah, it would have been like, it was when we used to fucking walk around the streets, but like not quite drinking yet. Right. So it must have been about like twelve thirty, oh. right? And um, it was um, Sarah Dinning and Stacy, someone else, right? Short, I think. You don't have to give a full oh, name. Man, to people this. from Blythe listen to this. So I want oh. them to know who I was working with. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, and I can't remember which one it was going to be that I was about to kiss people. It was like a dare to them. <laughs> <laughs> Truth and dare, dare, dare to kiss Kai. All right, truth. All right. I really don't want to kiss Kai. Yeah, and I was just like, I tried to fucking just have all this like fucking swag and bravado. Like, fuck, I had it. Like, and I was wearing a, a peaked cap, uh, like a baseball cap, right? Which you know how good I look at them. <laughs> fucking. So um, I, I went up and she was like, stood, like, wearing this cut. Right, and so it's like cut? a cut, like a cut through the uh, like an estate where okay. like it's just a, a footpath right. full of dog shit and that. <laughs> Romantic. So in this like narrow it's cut, the, the Venice of Blythe. And uh, I'm, I'm there to kiss her, right? And I fucking, I was like, I already right, out there, and I fucking stood off it. We're just fucking sitting around and that, right? And I go, all right, out there, and I fucking spun me cap around backwards. What, like fucking Ash Ketchum about to catch a Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> the three Pokemon. <laughs> That's before my time. And then uh, I, I put my cap on backwards and then put my hand against the fence over her shoulder behind her and leaned in for the kiss and literally everyone bossed it laughing in my face. Smooshed my hat around like it was like, oh man. And then I laughed and then like we did it anyway, but she was laughing while I was kissing on that. <laughs> my first kiss was, um, and my first girlfriend was uh, Heather. We met in like fucking drama class when I was about. I think I must have been about 11, and uh, oh, fucking, this is a fucking horrific story. Uh, went around to our house, and all of her mates were there, and I just didn't, like, I, I just did have the fucking balls to kiss her. Like, it took me so long to, like, put my arm around her while we were watching a movie. All of her friends were, like, very clearly just trying to fucking make us kiss. So they put, like, a fucking scary movie, and they sat us on the couch beside each other, and they all sat on the floor, and I just sat there, didn't make a move at any point, just too fucking scared to move. But the end of it, like, I remember one of them going, Heather was just giving her the thumbs up, being like, did you kiss him? And she was like, he fucking did nothing. So then they started being like, let's play hide and seek. And I was like, fucking love hide and seek. They're like, oh, but in pairs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right. So they're trying to pair up with someone else, and they were like, no, go, go with Heather. Yeah, and then and they just like, well, I'm just trying to kiss you. Like, shit, can I give oh, my face away, man? You got my lips? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then we kissed. That was our first kiss. 
Uh, I'm lost. <laughs> that was awesome. And then also, but then after that, right, I kissed her, right, I was fucking 11 years old, then we went to cinema together, and I just didn't, I remember doing like the arm around the shoulder fucking thing, and then just, I had my first kiss, so I was just filled with confidence, went for a booby grab. Really? Aye. A pins. <laughs> a pins, oh. I didn't do it though. We need to talk oh. about Matty's pinsing. Oh, Matt, so our, our good friend, uh, Matty Cannon. Cool best he's, man. He's done, a, he's done a lot of work for women over the years, he's rehoused a bunch of them. <laughs> 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 to, the, to the avid podcast listeners who um, oh. I've seen that we mentioned Matt, it, like, we mentioned it last week's episode aye might so, lose now just a woman yeah so um, when we were younger like I'm going to say like 21 22 years old right we were out in, uh, out in the town and um, there was there was this girl that we were chatting to and she she, let, she was like bragging about her boobs or something and let us feel her boobs and it was like me and Matty were grabbing a boob each, right? Mm. So I went in and I grabbed a boob with a flat palm. You know, oh. Classic boob grab. Oh, respectful. Uh-huh. It's and like feeding it, the horse. Give it, like a, give it like a massage. like mm. uh, Feeding the horse or shoving a custard pie in someone's face. Yeah. Well, no, less, less feeding the horse because that would be like a downward like palm, wouldn't it? Custard oh, pie. I mean, just keep your custard pie, but less aggressive. Oh. Like a slow-mo <laughs> custard pie. That's how you boob grab. <laughs> Not like Matty with a fucking pincer technique. You just fucking come inside with it like a crab. <laughs> He's <laughs> like the fucking claw from Toy Story or any arcade. <laughs> and he just pinched the titty. And uh, he just went, ouch! Did she? <laughs> ouch, ouch. Matthew. <laughs> he made the noise himself. <laughs> so, uh, so Matty and Matty is the pincer. The fresh, fresh pincer Bel Air. <laughs> pincer, the Pokemon doesn't really work. Pinchy Strider. <laughs> <laughs> the pits that stole Christmas. <laughs> Very good. Uh, should we get on to some advice? Oh, probably should. We probably should have. Um, so, somebody... Do you want me to read this me. one? Yeah, because I haven't got my contact lenses in. Which, by the way, being able to see is great. Aye. Aye. Like, if you suddenly really... I remember when my dad got uh, laser eye surgery. Uh, fucking... He, he got it done, and he came home, and he just stood out... He stood staring out of his bedroom window... Just like like someone had died and it was raining or he just had his heart broken. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, have we always been able to see Edinburgh from here? And I was like, aye. It's incredible. It's like... Um, we live in Edinburgh. Because it's like, even when I close my left eye uh, and my right eye, my right eye is the terrible one. I've got the current lens in. It's still not like... It's like I can see that the image is clear now, mm. but my brain's just still struggling to process it because it's been um, 14 years since I last... I mean, I, I dabbled with fucking glasses for a month and lost them. Oh. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's like me... I think my left eye's been working on its own and my right eye's just been like... My brain's been switching it mm. off a little bit. You've always had two left eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's true, and uh, and and it's like putting a really good graphics card in a computer with like shit ROM, <laughs> and like the processor for the graphics card isn't good enough for the new graphics. It's getting like we fucking great, but I'm getting like I'm getting used to them. But like when I'm focusing on what I'm looking at, I'm like fucking hell, this is good. I can see stuff. Everything's in HD. Yes. Uh, so this is the letter that we're going to read out. Okay. Uh, um, fairly would... new fan. Hello, new fan. Uh, oh, which, by the way, I haven't read this all the way at the end yet. I just went, this one seems interested. I know. And passed it over. Uh, 
I watched the episode because my ex told me he'd watched it recently, and if I don't, uh, okay. So I watched that the episode ep- being uh, Netflix y- Jigsaw. Jigsaw, yeah. So I watched Jigsaw because my ex told me he'd watched it recently, and that if I don't get what you're saying, then I'm blind. You can't add a serial list of breakups, though. I'm afraid because we watched the episode after we broke up. But clearly, something you said seemed to make perfect sense to him, which is why he could recommend I watch it so I could understand too. I'm not sure if this email is going to have a question or not. We'll see, but I'm not sure if I agree. I'm not sure I agree with you saying you have to saying someone has to love you 100%. Surely there are always going to be things uh, you wish your partner would do better, even more of or less of. You can't wake up as joyful as your dad every day. That's a reference to the joke. Um, can we pause there a second because it's a long email? Yeah. Can we talk about that bit? Or is, because I, well, I would just let me get let me get to the end of it because she's okay, still okay, talking okay, about okay. it a bit more. Um, what if they had really bad morning breath? That doesn't mean you don't love them 100% just because you wish they tidy up a bit more or not stay up till 3am playing Fortnite. Great reference and how dare you have a problem with that. Uh, I think what you said might lead to people to create a new unrealistic jigsaw where they're actually looking for the Prince Charming for the middle and he has to be 100% perfect in terms of being 100% lovable with no requirement. What do you th- Which I don't think was your point. We could all do is changing a bit for the better. An example for me is I'd be a better person if I used less question marks in my emails. That's very funny. I'd be able to change that for someone. But that's the thing, right? Good point. I get what you're saying. I think what the person is trying to say is surely you can't love 100% of someone. You're expecting to love 100% of someone. First yeah, of all, this is it's, it's the change thing, right? So I, I like um, I don't like that that Lily food in the fridge until it fucking starts sprouting and growing trees out of it right mm-hmm. uh, like I don't like that right it's it's something that I'll come back off a fucking tour and I'll see like a pot of double cream there that I was there when we used that last and I've been on tour for two months oh. it's got a fucking black skin on it sorry for fucking shaming you on this Natalie oh. I think I've done it before but I'll just throw that fuck out the bin I was like it doesn't bother her but that bothers me but fuck me I would not I would not fucking take me day out on that because of it. I wouldn't be like, oh, you fucking, could you not just not put this in the fridge and not leave it there? Like, fucking, yeah. it's, it was the same with you. Like, the, forget being in a relationship. Just with other human beings. There's there's, if, bit, there's bits that And I'll mock that for it. Like, I'll, I'll tease. Yeah. I'll tease, maybe. But, like, but there's it's, definitely yeah, no... But it's not a condition. It's yeah. not like, if you don't stop doing this, right, she, I'm going to fucking leave you. And also, if you ever came back, right, and there was mouldy food not in the fridge, right, you know she's been cheating. <laughs> <laughs> like who else she's been fucking somebody else or, or she's been fucking you <laughs> which I think we had because you want to go with us no, but you, you also leave loads of shit in the fridge but, but it's like she'll like get like like complain that the stuff in my teeth or whatever yeah. fucking, oh can I get the thing with your teeth but it's not like it's not going to change she's not going to it's, it's it's about the change you shouldn't want to change the person you should always want them to sort of improve and like if they are doing something for self improvement like let's say they start going to the gym or they start eating healthier or they drink less or they're reading more or they're you know just taking fucking long walks and just self improvement you love that about them but if they yeah. didn't do that and you, you still encu- love you encourage them. it you do some positive reinforcement with some good mm. shit but you don't you, but you don't, you you don't, don't go... break someone's balls it's yeah. another human being trying to live yeah. when you say when they say that you love 100% some you go there's so many things that annoy me about this person and if they were to change I'd be fine with that but if they weren't to change I don't care because I still love 100% of them those are the bits that you know there's little bits I've had ex-girlfriends do that you know fucking annoy the shit out of me but then if they stop doing it I'd be like oh fuck you know I like the you know the fact that you can tease each other and wind each other up you know if they were you're not expecting the other person to be perfect right because nobody's perfect except for me and Conor McGregor I wouldn't ask him to change for anything. <laughs> just let that, just gonna let that one settle. Aye. And then um, I'm gonna bring up uh, like 
Natalie uh, last week done me the fucking biggest solid ever. I think, did I talk about this last week? Maybe we did. But she brought, she brought me luggage up because I'd fucked up when I was flying. I thought I was flying on the Monday. I was flying on Sunday. I was stuck in Liverpool. And she brought up my luggage uh, from London on the like, on the train and dropped it off. And somebody was like, oh, you're going to pay for that. You'll be in trouble now. Because some people have got that fucking mm. attitude where like, there's probably a lot of relationships where that would have bust me balls. Like, oh, I've fucking done this. I can't believe I've fucking done uh, I've had to do this for you because you're fucking inadequate. Mm. Like pouring all that on us, fuck me, man! I've, I've made a mistake. I'm in a tricky situation. She's helped us out with it, and and she was happy to do so. And fuck, man, I'll be happy to do anything for you. Like I just sort of yeah. I, I don't know why people bust each other's balls. Yeah, it's 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 you know it's when it's something annoys you about your fucking partner and you desperately want them to change change it. And if you fucking belittle them or when they fucking belittle you, I remember with you know my ex girlfriend, there was stuff that I did that she hated. Uh, and didn't enjoy, so then I had to stop doing them. But those were parts of my personality. Yeah. So it was literally cutting out parts of my personality. Don't say this. Stop doing yeah. that sort of joke. I hate when you. I hate the amount you swear. And I'm like, this is just how much I swear. This. This is. You know. It, yeah. Well, like, like, um, of course, Natalie doesn't like me smoking, aye. right? Because she wants me to live longer. Aye. You know, it, it makes sense that she doesn't like me smoking, right? But if I choose to smoke, she's not gonna. She's not gonna. You, know, you better cut smoking, otherwise I'm going to be fucking difficult with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Make it fucking tough to live with. I'm yeah. fucking stomping around the house. I'm going to have days where I don't talk to you. Okay, here is what I found. What oh, the right. fuck was that? Fucking silly. What is to get involved? <laughs> yeah. So I think I think you can accept someone and have like dislikes and have things that you'd rather yeah. they didn't do. Yeah. When but, you love a hundred percent of them, you still love it. Like, because we them are in spite. We are flawed, man. Every man, I'm fucking one of us. You can't just gang up and shave somebody's flaws off them and make them fucking pleasantville. Like yeah. you don't look for the prince charming. You just accept the person that isn't that charming yeah, or yeah. A prince. You just look. <laughs> just lower your standards drastically all the time. And also a lot of the time, if they are doing shit, it's because you know they've been in the show with they. You know if they are fucking lazy and they are fucking shit. Uh, you know if you're in a position where your partner is lazy and crap and doesn't do all this shit, fucking just bin them. Like they don't love themselves, and it's not your job to. It's yeah, not, it's I, not your job to fill them with the love, and that's yeah. how it's fucking harsh. But it's true. It's yeah. It, it's it sounds like she fell in love with a dude that's got bad breath and fucking plays Fortnite instead, right. instead of fucking. Like yeah. that's probably not the guy for you. Like yeah. find the guy. Find the guy that's a bit more interested in his partner and brushes his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> There's loads of those. Yeah, hundreds, <laughs> hundreds, thousands. Like, no, I picked this one. But then ultimately, as I've said, Jigsaw is a fucking stand-up comedy show, and if you took a message from it, that's great. <laughs> that's but fucking true. at the end of the day, it's, it's a fucking stand-up like, show. It's just, it's the reason I broke opinion. up with you isn't because of anything I said. It's <laughs> Because the, the amount of people I've, and I've clarified, when the guy said my girlfriend dumped me because of you, and I was like, no, 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 your girlfriend dumped you because of you. Yeah. Right? I just reminded her that there's that's an option. Yeah. That because a lot of people in these relationships feel, you know, if you aren't in a toxic relationship, you can feel fucking trapped, and it's impossible. To, especially if somebody knocks your confidence in a relationship, you suddenly think to yourself, nobody out there is gonna fucking love me. They hate, they hate all these bits of me. And that yet they still love me. So I'm deeply flawed. So I have to be with this person because that's the only person in the world who loves me, who loves me. And, you know, they're pointing out my flaws. No, no, no. You want somebody that loves you in you, spite of them. Do you know what's nuts? Is um, all like, I, I think it's like a bit of an archaic uh, expression, but people used to say compromise is the key to a good relationship. Mm. You compromise. I don't think it is. No. I don't think you need to compromise. You need to like work around each other. There's another bit of uh, advice we need to give, and I've been asked this a lot. And you and I, the oh, hold on, is it 
think. Is that there's more to that email? Is, oh, is there? Yeah, I think so. Oh, sorry, uh, go and follow that thought because before you lose it, and then we'll get back to this. Oh no, I've got another bit of advice, but for a separate thing. So okay. Anyway, the bit I want to uh, the bit I want to get to really is where you talked about loving yourself. I cried like full on hyper. All right, she's. I don't want to divulge her emotions here. So here's and a question. She wrote this in. She wrote this in oh, first okay. to read on the podcast. Anyway, the, the bit where you get to really we talked about loving yourself I cried like full on hyperventilate crying and my eyes are still really sore I have no idea how to do that actually so yes here's a question how can you learn to love yourself so that you can then receive the love you deserve from another if you can't forgive yourself for mistakes you previously made and for turning into the type of person you never want to be how can you learn to love yourself when you don't like yourself well first of all learn to like yourself and then work your way I'll, I'll be a person that you like Aye. It's, you, what, do you, what do you like in other people and just like just be inspired by some people I think just go oh fuck I like how he does that like if you go oh I like, I like that, that person like uh, say Rich Misara he's always yeah. very, really thoughtful remembers special occasions yeah. buys people nice gifts and you can just go oh I like that dude yeah. I'm going to be a bit more like Rich yeah. right? and then you, you can like fucking yeah. you like someone that's good at cooking you're send like, a video can... message to your god kid on a birthday or whatever like so there's something like thoughtful and you go oh I like this person I like the person I'm being right now and then yeah I, th- I think uh you look at Ricketts and go, oh, fuck, I love the way he cooks and he's a good host and he hosts for people. Oh, yeah, when people come into my house, I'll, fuck, I'll, I'll try my hand at cooking because I yeah. like it when he does that for me. And I've also, this is, people might disagree with this. I've always said this. It does not matter who you are on the inside at all. Right, I hate that phrase. It matters who you are on the inside. It categorically does not because that is not who you are. If I'm nice on the inside and I'm a cunt on the outside, history will mark me down as a cunt. You are not who you are on the inside. You're who you are. Do you think you can fake it, fake it, you make it as a good person? I've always said that after the female orgasm, confidence is the easiest thing in the fucking world to fake. And once you, the first person to believe your own fucking hype is yourself. Like, if you don't like who you are on the inside, start being a different person on the outside, and that's who you are to other people. Yeah. It's very, very, very easy. And then also... I think kindness is key, you know. Just being fucking kind in general and being a bit like... Like being selfless. I, I, I do love self-indulgence. I do look, like looking after myself. That's another key to that. But you know, um, for instance, that where the fucking fell out of beef a while back, right? And, um, and there was like seven Viennetta slices, uh-huh. but there was eight of them. And I just went early and I was like, ah, I'm going to fucking pass up on it, right? You know, I'd like a slice of Viennetta. Yeah. I just think like other people might have took it a bit more personally if they didn't get one or they might get like insecure about it or something. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I can live without one for everyone around us to, to be, be happy. happy. And if you can just like be in a bit like that, I, f- I find you like just going, ah, I'm fucking, I'm, like, you, you, it's just the, the odd little tiny thing like that I go, ah, I'm a decent enough right. guy. Just be, I, yeah. I can like me. Yeah, if you, yeah. I can yeah. get behind that dude. In order to love yourself, you have to like yourself. So you, you answered your own question. How, how can you learn to love yourself if you don't like yourself? Learn to like be, yourself. Be a person you like. Aye. Find out what you like in other people and adopt them traits. Also, self indulgence. Like, I've always talked to Gina about this because, you know. Jean works a lot, so whenever she has time off, she feels like she has to do a lot with her time off. If she's got a day off, she's like, I'm going to do this, going to do this, going to do this. Don't begrudge yourself. Don't begrudge, don't begrudge yourself for fucking being, being lazy and indulging yourself. Like, when I get time off, what? I fucking have time off. I do, when, I go back, when I get back from this tour, I'm telling you right now, I am not leaving my house for five days, right? I'm going to sit in my house, I'm going to order delivery fucking constantly, I might not shower, I'm going to see how many wanks I can have in a fucking day, I'm going to smoke weed, I'm going to fucking drink, I'm going to binge watch stuff I'm going to stay up until 5 I'm going to sleep until 1 because who gives a shit like you do, do, you know it, whenever you set this these sort of expectations of yourself right 
you'll fail them and you'll begrudge yourself. Like, yeah. stop setting expectations. It's nice uh, to have goals. Yeah, if, right? if, if, you're, if you're playing on a computer game, reading a book, don't be down on yourself like, oh, fuck, this isn't very productive. I'm, yeah. I'm letting people down. You're just going, nah. 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 Either put it down or fucking enjoy it wholly. The most important person in your life is you. Um, the, and then after that, Think, what, th- then you'll become the most important person think, things like uh, when I was at Rickett's house last week I went to his toilet and he had, he had wet wipes next to the toilet just treat himself lives alone he just treat himself, he treats himself to wet wow. wipes because how can you love how can anyone love you if you can't love yourself and that, wet wipes and the reason you have wet wipes is if you don't shave your arsehole and this is the other advice I want to get into because a lot of people have been asking me how you shave your arsehole right because you and I oh, found thank out, you thank you for the email yeah, thank you very much for your question that's very good uh, and if you want if you have any questions and also feel free to not take this fucking advice we're two idiots um, uh, the shaving your arsehole thing you and I found out several years ago that we both shaved our arseholes independently of each other yeah. we weren't inspired to no, never other. done it together never done it together <laughs> done it to each other um, what I tend to do right, the way I do it is you can do it in the shower Right, or you can just do it. I normally lay down some toilet paper. Right, this is not a graceful thing to do. There's no. Oh, you nice... don't want to be a fly on the wall in my bathroom when oh, I'm shaving my It's not good. But I want what to be you a do... fly on my soap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put a bunch of toilet paper down to catch the hairs, and then you just sort of squat. Do you use toilet paper? Oh, I just Man, not, I, get, not, I... not just getting on the floor, and then you hold the razor blade like really close to the fucking top. Yeah. Right, and then you just you just very slowly from the hole outwards 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 and you just move do it very slowly if you do it in the shower it's a lot easier use one of the I, I clipper it um, on the pan you like, what? I, I use the clippers fucking hair clippers hair clippers on your arsehole yeah I... how hairy is your no, fucking... no, just like uh, trim it down so it's like it gets to a stubble oh, length yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, a, like a beard trimmer yeah. type of thing yeah okay. uh, no, I, number three <laughs> <laughs> short <Number> two <laughs> short back and sides <laughs> Um, so Do you get someone to come in with a mirror afterwards and hold it up? Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've done to us. Uh, I can't, I can't go a, to Ibiza like this. Have a high fade. <laughs> I sometimes get cornrows when I'm on the beach. <laughs> Cornhold corn as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then I get, I get in the shower and I fucking squat down and I get the shaving foam in there and I just do it like I'm, so, like I'm doing uh, yeah. a double chin. All right, softly, slowly... And uh, yeah, people, people, people will be like, "I've just cut my arsehole while shaving." I've never cut my face while shaving. Hey, do, do you put anything on after, like an aftershave bomb or anything? I never thought to do anything like that. Oh, just somebody's tongue. Yeah, I just that's my Mister Spot. <laughs> Rumen's great. It is great. Right, which brings <laughs> us on to your dad jokes. <laughs> oh wait, okay. Uh, if you got the the tour schedule, yeah, yeah, it's in the front pocket. In the front part of there, yeah. So we're we're in Stavanger now. So this podcast will be out after that gig. The next one, if you're listening live it's on the day it's released. Before we do Bergen. this, uh, fucking Slovi- Ljubljana, you were amazing. Uh, we will tell the stories. We will eventually. Riga, you were at, you were genuinely excellent. To the people that brought us weed after that gig, thank you very much. And uh, to Oslo, genuinely one of the my favorite gigs I've ever had in my entire career. You were and the, Netf- the Netflix effect is amazing. Like oh, it's man. bringing in really good crowds because you know what? You know when people see on McIntyre's Roadshow, right, and come to your show, not necessarily the audience you want to drag in because you've done some like clean, yeah, family yeah, yeah, friendly yeah. material ish. Right, but this is they've seen exactly what you like. Yeah. So they're not. It's not like you've watched someone on Britain's Got Talent and then you go and see them with your gran and all of a sudden they're doing sex jokes. Right. It's like they've. 
you've got the right people in and in the masses as well so it's, it's been a yeah. phenomenal so please get coming so tomorrow we are at the Ricks Theatre in Bergen which I think is sold out on Friday the 5th of October we're in Stockholm at the Scala Tatern which I've said wrong and we both know I've said it wrong uh, I don't think that's sold out yet Barcelona is very close to selling out on Saturday the 6th that is at the Artes- uh, Centre Arteza Tradicione hey, Arias is it worth shouting out Barcelona people um, where can we watch the Conor McGregor Khabib Negamedov yes if anyone uh, knows of a bar we can watch that in or if you casino, want casino perhaps yeah or a casino or if you have a big telly and marijuana and you want us to come and watch the Conor McGregor fight at your house we will genuinely take you up on that offer if you are in Barcelona but uh, can, can we make a little caveat on that we'll only watch it with people who are like UFC actual fans because because they, they know when to talk during the fight and I hate it when people are like oh what, what's happening like when when people are just like say if you watch it with um, I, just I, anyone yeah. I, I want to name any of my friends who are like I'll do it Joe McTurnan Joe McTurnan I guess Tom Horton. Tom Horton's about right. it. So there, there'll be like just chatterbox over the top of it because they're disinterested. But like, Aye. but because we're talking, they think that that's no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh no, you've got to you got to talk about the, the fight thing, during the fight. Well, and during the fight, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, intervals. Because I want to listen to Joe Rogan, right? Aye. So he's got good commentary. Anyway, Interval. after that Sunday, uh, we are in uh, Gothenburg, Gothenburg at the uh, Lawrenceburg. Fucking who gives a shit? That's a massive venue, and that's definitely not sold out. And then on Monday, the eighth of October. But we are in Copenhagen at Hotel Settles and that's sold out. Uh, so, so it's. And then on the Monday podcast, we'll plug the rest of them. Yep. Or if you want to look ahead, www.danielsloss.com. And, and if you've got any questions for us, you can email mugginsandcream at gmail.com. Yes, and people keep asking, are you going to add this date? Are you going to add that one? Yes, yes, and yes, yes. yes. They're getting added all of the time. If you keep checking back the website, there's a date getting added practically uh, every day. Some of them in January. Some of them are going to be in May. Yeah, for Australians, I'm coming over, you know, people in Australia, when are you coming to Australia? The only time of year that you can't have comedy festivals. Work that. I'll be over at Brisbane. Add, uh, maybe not Adelaide. We'll find out. Perth. Sydney, Melbourne, um, New York, New York, um, America, Canada. We're going to add stuff. America, we're going to add stuff. We're genuinely working on Brazil and Argentina. Uh, India's being worked up. We're, look, we're working on it. And people who have tuned into this podcast because you've watched Daniel's Netflix special, and this is the first time you've discovered me, you can watch my brand new show at www.kaihumphreys.com forward slash shop. And the discount code for the podcast listeners and all of my Facebook friends is Muggins. Okay, your dad jokes. Your dad. Uh, your dad's scared of the Hoover. <laughs> he barks at it. <laughs> when your dad was a farmer, I used to water his scarecrow. <laughs> uh, your, da- your dad howls when I moon him. <laughs> he wolf whistles. <laughs> your dad had a bath in baked beans and he didn't even raise any money. <laughs> uh, your, dad, your dad's hips don't lie, but his mouth is full of shit. <laughs> Your dad's favourite your dad's favourite sex position is dry humping and a kind of back to back missionary. <laughs> uh, your dad phones the Samaritans and tries to get them to kill themselves. <laughs> that's horrendous. <laughs> your dad can do the perfect cartwheel and that's how he gets to work. <laughs> uh, whenever your dad sees me on TV, he yells, Ooga! and his eyes pop out of his head like a mask. <laughs> Whenever your dad buys a rack of ribs, he tries to tickle them. <laughs> From the inside. <laughs> uh, if your mum doesn't come during foreplay, your dad puts a bookmark in her pussy and says he'll finish it later. 
Your dad's cock splutters like an airlock. <laughs> Try again. Oh. Your dad's cock splutters like an airlock tap when he comes. <laughs> uh, your dad isn't allowed within 50 metres of a school because he fucks schools. <laughs> he fucks schools? Oh, he just rubs his dick up and gets him chased it like fuck. <laughs> I know he's one of those guys. You know, that group of people. What was it when, uh, when sorry, when I would do dad jokes, I have momentum, but mm. you know, when we went scuba diving, snorkeling, oh, yeah. hyperbole, uh, we, went, we went snorkeling uh, the day after the wedding, and I took my wedding ring off so I could go in, and we were like, oh, is that in case you fancy any fish? <laughs> and I went, I can't go past the school without taking my wedding ring off. <laughs> oh, some classic banter. Mm. Uh, it's me. Your mum ties her dad's leash to a lamppost when she goes into the post office. <laughs> Uh, your dad saw himself on TV and then signed his own tits. <laughs> your, your dad found one of his ex-girlfriend's shits floating in the toilet and he raised it as his own. Uh, your dad wrote a Me Too status about himself. <laughs> oh, this is on top of Look, your dad wraps himself in cling film when he goes scuba diving. Uh, your dad sits on his hand until he goes numb so it feels like somebody else is wearing his wedding ring and then he cheats on your mum. <laughs> Your dad bought a microscope because they're way cheaper than telescopes and just figured he'd look at the sky through the other end of it. <laughs> uh, uh, and that is us done. Uh, fun times. Yes. All right. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, folks. Bye. Oh, you'll be listening to this on Thursday. <laughs> I hope Wednesday was fun. Muggins out. <laughs>